Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. to the latest Everton Fan Focus podcast. It's the first one of the season and tonight I'm joined by Mark and Ben Ellis. Hello. Also known as the Mitchells. <laughs> Affectionately known. So we've just sat through the uh, highlights from the Southampton game at the weekend there, lads. 
Fantastic win, wasn't it? Brilliant, absolutely fantastic. It was like we just took a, a chapter out of the, the sort of season before last and gone right back to what we we did best under Martinez, wasn't it? It was a, a, a team full of purpose, a team who had a plan and executed it perfectly. It was great to, to see the 11 players play well for a start. You know, I couldn't follow anybody in that team, to be honest. Um, it was just brilliant to see it. Everton sort of we've had a few well, a lot of clouds hanging over the club that just blew it away for 90 minutes and took us all back to that the happiness land that, that we haven't been to quite often definitely do you agree Ben it was like it was a collective performance wasn't it although it, individuals stood out it was it was every every one was 10 on 10 even Tim Howard made a couple of great saves and Barkley put in a performance you seem to forget with Ross Barkley that even though we went to a bad period last season We've still got a major talent, and if he can do that, then he's a fifty million pound player. That he's, he was unbelievable, starting to be like become a man really, isn't he? You can see that in the past couple of games, yeah. and this, this could be really his season um, to make an impression. I think he would have been disappointed. I mean, we were all disappointed last season with everyone's performance, really. Um, but Barkley, he struggled with confidence, didn't he? He had the fans on his back, and I think with his goal against Watford. And uh, his, his performance and goal against Southampton, he take a lot of confidence from that now, won't he? Yeah, amazing, yeah absolutely. Amazingly, he, he sort of matched his last season's tally on assists and goals inside the first two games. You know, yeah. he only had two uh, two assists all last season, two goals. But he's looking at a player who's, who's finally emerging from all that, doesn't he? I think he's had a good, maybe the coaching team have, have done well with him over the summer. We don't see what goes on, but he, he certainly looks to have broader shoulders this time around, doesn't he? You know, Definitely. You know, he's certainly got the talent. We all know he's got the talent. If he can get it right, then then it's you know it's going to help God bold well for us this season. Well, it's the first podcast of the season, lads. Yeah. So which means um, we've got to talk about the Watford game as well. <laughs> we can't we can't just completely ignore the first game of the season, though, can we? No. But uh, it was probably not the best start of the season. But I think we all expected Watford to come and have a real go. The promoted sides usually do, don't they, Ben? Yeah, they do. They've nothing to lose. They know Everton, who haven't strengthened majorly. <laughs> Dana was injured for the game, so he was only cleverly making his debut. And um, Watford knew that if they could get out Everton get the first goal, the, the confidence snaps and the fans get straight on. And they did that, and I thought they were terrific for 45 minutes. Yeah, we were looking. We Everton looked back to... It almost looked like nothing had changed. Yeah. In that yeah. first forty-five, especially. Yeah. As you said about the atmosphere in Goodison, Ben. It, yeah. It's toxic, isn't it? It doesn't it, take much. No, it doesn't. And I think that first forty-five minutes, we were all sort of uh, worried to think, oh, is is it going to be another season of this? But I mean, defensively, I thought we were we were a bit shaky, and they took the lead on 30, 13 minutes. That yeah. Leon scored, didn't he? And yeah. What did you make of the goal? It, was, it, looked like, it just looked like one big mess, didn't it, in the box? It was, it was, a, it was a good ball in, but it so, uh, I think Jags got, uh, there was confusion, wasn't there, about, you know, clear, clear, trying to clear the ball. They come off Jags, and to be fair to the lad, he smashed it home. There was not, wasn't much Howard could do about it. Mm. But it was uh, basically, just looked a lot of confusion in the box, and Watford took advantage of that, didn't it, as soon as the ball came in. It took us an hour to, like, get, get ourselves sorted, didn't it? And yeah, yeah. Barkley, it was 76 minutes when Barkley scored, um, and it was a huge relief, wasn't it? It was, yeah. We Well, it was Coney who changed the perception, who changed the whole dynamic of the game, because Watford had two strikers to deal with. Yeah. And Coney's hold of play, whatever they say about Coney, he's great on the ball, and he can hold the ball up and lay it off, and he did that. And Ross, 
straight out of nowhere, fabulous strike into the top corner. Yeah, and from then on, I thought we were going to win. I thought yeah. we were going to go on and win. Well, look, we had the momentum, didn't we? Um, I thought I, I agree about Coney changing the game. I thought he did. Um, he got the assist for Barkley, didn't he? But Barkley, what a strike that was. I mean, he's got that in his locker. He's showed that before. Yeah, but unbelievable. We just didn't strike. see it as many times as we'd like in the past 18 months. Um, but yeah, it was a great goal, and then we levelled. I, I agree. We, I felt like we were going to go on, but... Igalo went up to the ends and it was a bit of a fast that goal, wasn't it? But there was like a Grand Canyon style chasm between the midfield and the, the you know the defence man has admitted that the, the, the position was all wrong from a team point of view for that goal, wasn't it? But uh, Igalo showed why he was so deadly in the Championship last season, didn't he? I think he's one of them players that'll sort of naturally adjust yeah. to the Premier League. He, he uh, sold stones there. Uh, Told him to hold the shot for a pound of milk, didn't he? On a couple of occasions and finished it great, and it was a good finish. But you know that goal should never have happened. There was far too much space between the midfield. Um, we'd overcommitted by the looks, haven't we? On attack, trying to win the game, which is understandable. But you know the lad took it well, and at that point there was oh, well, depression, which had been there all pre-season, and now sort of showing its reality. Well, and, you know. it was the like relief that we we got with the Barkley goal, just. Washed away, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And you you thought to yourself, oh, we're an opening day defeat. You know, we haven't played too well. We're, what are we actually going to do this season? But thankfully, within three minutes, yeah, that man, Aruna Kone, the yeah. hero, rising from the fume. Took us quite well, though, didn't he? And it was a fabulous finish. When he, when he went through on goal, there was no one who expected that to go in. It was just, you know, I'm sort of setting ourselves up for a save or maybe the keeper will parry it. Absolutely clinical, wasn't it? You know, yeah. it was a top draw finish, the keeper didn't smell it. Um, and I thought he linked up with that. Well, Lukaku in that instant looked a lot happier with someone around him, didn't he? You know, and I think he, I think Lukaku would probably say that Coney does a lot. You know, he, he plays better when he's with someone. And then she seemed to gel in a strange sort of way, don't they? You know, yeah. Coney's had his critics, a lot of critics, but no, they linked up well, great finish, and it was just a shame that that. Onslaught didn't really happen after it, did it? We didn't manage to get up ahead of steam. There wasn't enough time left, really, no, was there? But no. I think we'd all agreed there with, with Coney's impact. And I think after the game, when you look at that, you think it wasn't a, it wasn't a vintage Evan performance, you know, by no. any stretch. But Coney and Barkley are two players who thrive on confidence and scoring goals, especially Coney. You know, he, he's, he's like being a nobody, hasn't yeah. he? Let's yeah. be honest, since he's been here. Yeah. And to see him get a, get a goal. Celebrating and then Barkley after the season he's had lack of confidence getting a goal Gladys to end you think they can only build on that yeah all of a sudden there's like you know two key issues that look like they're getting addressed don't they you know a, a confident Ross Barkley is going to help this team enormously and Coney while I still think we, we, we need a better option to Lukaku up front I'm not being, I can't just change your mind after two games but I think if Coney persists at this level all season, then it goes well for the competition for places, doesn't it? So Lukaku doesn't get complacent or whoever comes in. You yeah. know, if Coney's biting at the bit to, to constantly get in the team, then that only, can only be good for us, can't it? You know, just hope. It can, I'm pleased for the lad. I hope he does. I really hope he turns it round. It's surprising, continues. isn't it? Surprising that we're actually talking about Coney having yeah. an impact. Yeah, it's like you say, like he's been nowhere in the squad, you know. Um, He's just been one of those players you think, I hope he gets someone in games, but he, he had a one in games last season and did not think he scored one against Newcastle, I think. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and, you think, and the pre-season games, did nothing to say this player's changing whatsoever. 
And then all of a sudden, in fact, he, he looked awful in pre-season, didn't he? To be honest, yeah, just yeah. Look, he offered. He hasn't offered nothing, hasn't he? Even as you say, when he got back in the side last year, he doesn't offer much, does he? Yeah. Or in that, you know, in that the game against Watford and obviously the Southampton game, which we'll come to, he's looked, he's looked fit, he's looked hungry, and he's looked ready. And as you said, that will provide competition, especially in the attacking areas. You know, like if, if if he's deployed a bit further back, then they'll follow Morales and that. Yeah. McGeady, it's much more competition for them, isn't it? It looks like we've got all kinds of options again all of a sudden, doesn't yeah. it? Rather than we've got no one behind Lukaku, we've got you know, and, and it, you're right with him. Coney playing well also offers up more more from a tactics point of view. We can set up differently, can't we? Or we can you know explore different options if we're trying to break teams down. It just helps the the whole team if. It does. If, if he's playing well and wanting to, to make an impact. So it wasn't the best start, and obviously a lot of fans have said nothing's changed. Yeah. Too many midfielders, the lack of signings and all that. But we then had Southampton, and you know everyone's looking at the fixtures, and Southampton's got to be one of the toughest places to go to in the Premier League now, isn't it? I, yeah. I don't know about you boys, but I, I feared the worst going into the game. I thought, you know what, if we, if we get beat here... Or you know, get another draw because we've started slowly under Roberto last two seasons. We have drawn. Yeah, yeah. drawn our opening Out three, three games, f- yeah. first season and then drawn an opening two the last season. But um, I, I feared, especially with Southampton, because they're a good side. And it's been a graveyard for us in the past few years. They've absolutely wiped the floor with us there, haven't they? Yeah, um, yeah it was good to see us go there with sort of no. There was no fear. There was a clear plan as well, which it, it hasn't always been the case with Marcus lately. Yeah. It looks like he's been winging it for a, a quite a long time, doesn't he? You know, but there was an absolute clear method of thinking behind that performance, and it was, yeah. it was executed perfectly. It was just fantastic to watch. It wasn't it. The fear, just going back to that record there. Remember last season yeah. when we got beat three now. It was a stark contrast to last season. I, I almost felt from the end of the Watford game, the last fifteen minutes when Everton went in and said, you know, yeah. they got back into the game and all that. And it it changed and they carried it on right into the Southampton game. They were, they were brilliant. Yeah, and it was a, uh, as you said, it was the pressure was on and we had all the, the stuff about the protests. We'll come to that. We'll discuss yeah. the protests. Um, yeah. I know you'll be chomping at the bit <laughs> to do that, Mark, but uh, we'll discuss them a bit later. Yeah. Um, but the, the pressure was on, wasn't it? You know, slow start, uh, not, not many signings, fan protests um, for off-field issues. But, you know, Everton travelled well in numbers, as they always do. It was yeah. a nice sunny day. Um, and the goals <laughs> flew in, didn't they, from the off? And it was, it was great. It was, it was, it was uh, actually refreshing to see Everton playing Play with a smile. Yeah, and... The fans with smiles on their faces. Yeah, it was a big adjustment from constant fume to absolute elation, which, you know, and I know, like a lot of people say, oh, don't go overboard, it's one win, but the level of anxiety and frustration that's been going on since pre season, you know, I think we're entitled to a day where we just allowed to feel great about it, and that was just one of them days. I thought Martinez was, was absolutely, his tactics were, were nailed on there, you know, the, the way he put, sort of, he gave Barry a almost like a day off there, didn't he? He put him back, but he didn't, although he still yeah. covered more ground than anyone, but he didn't have to do as, you know, cover as much ground and that, and that's when you've seen the best of Cleverly and, mm. and and Barkley in there. I just thought his tactics were just spot on. I couldn't fault it. Well, yeah, we needed a boost, didn't we? we Let's did. be honest. We needed badly. a boost, even if, it's, if, it, if you're just saying it's just three points, but we badly needed a boost. Yeah. Yeah. We all know what's going on off the pitch. We all know about the signings. You know, we signed yeah. Delafoe and cleverly early on in the summer. We felt like we've had no good news since. I agree. Even yeah. pre-season, totally. you know, people. I know people don't read into it too much, but it wasn't much to excite us. 
now I was the thinking, oh yeah, it's going to be great. There's nothing to make us feel upbeat at the moment. And then that performance, I think, it really hits home that we are a really good side. We just need to kick up the arse at times. And w- when we get in our stride, we can could, we could be unplayable. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Southampton look like they couldn't live with us at times, could they? You know, when Lukaku plays like that, if he fancies playing like that all season, he's on for 35 goals, isn't he? You know, it, it, was, it, it was unplayable, wasn't it? Absolutely. And, the, you know, lovely gesture at the start when he hit that woman in the face and then went into the crowd. And yeah. That was lovely, but also showed on the pitch, he showed absolutely no no remorse whatsoever. That he went out. There was that run after about five minutes that showed you that Lukaku was was up for this. Well, he, he got yeah. it, didn't he? And just see him, the power it in that run. 50 yards run. It was almost Thierry Henry, like the way he powered past about three people who just left them all for dead. He looked like a 10 doing a 3.10 at first <laughs> when he sort of took it and took it down a player. Yeah. Yeah. Once he got into his stride, but we all know Lukaku's at his best when he's running against... Not yeah. when he's holding up, not when he's got no. back to golf, feeding people in. Don't get me wrong, he likes to play the football now and again, but he's at his best. When he, remember he that goal against goal. Arsenal the other season yeah. when he beat them 3 0? Oh, and he came in, he cut in, and yeah. slotted it. I but think that was classic Lukaku. It's when, there's, it's when there's no thinking involved, it's all natural, isn't it? You know, it's what comes to him the best. And like you say, you know, again, that's the tactic Roberto hasn't really used a lot since then, but like, Lukaku is at his best, and, and defenders are at their worst when he's running at them. Yeah, it just you know nobody would want that sight running out of money, and he backed it up with quality, didn't he? It wasn't just you know running down blind alleys. Everything had a purpose to it, you know. So I mean, just speaking of Lukaku, the opening goal, Ben. Yeah. What did you make of that? I mean, it, it was a it was fantastic, a great breakaway. It, it, it actually the, came though from a, a Southampton a Southampton corner, headed away. Barkley picked it up, and what was surprising, not for me, but from last season was the amount of players Everton had going forward. There was five on three at one point. There was Cleverly, and there was lost back on the ball. Galloway. Coney. Galloway was forward yeah. in the far left-hand position. It was brilliant. I want a ball in. <laughs> I know, you, you, with Coney there, you're like, oh, Coney's on right wing. Uh, to be honest, when a lot of people seen that team sheet, they were made to be tumble pie in the end. But I, I, yeah. my personally, I was happy to see two strikers on the pitch, but I thought, where's the width coming from? But he's using Cleverly. Yeah, yeah. Cle- cle- very cleverly, very cle- cleverly, yeah. <laughs> to sound like a, a bit of a tool, but uh, he is though, isn't he? Because right. they, they used him and Cle and Kone and Barkley, the interchange, the way they, they moved around. The way their movement created the width, whereas yeah. on a piece of paper, it looks like there's no width whatsoever in that team. Well, you, you, know. you know yourself, you've got Brendan Galloway, you've got Seamus Coleman, they like to get forward. Yeah. There's Galloway, you know, if it's Galloway, Garbutt, Oviedo, or Baines, they all like to get forward, so I think yeah. that's where he's going to see. The width coming from, and he's going to compact the midfield and press high when we go forward. And I, it was a great ball in, wasn't it? I oh. thought he's going to he's going to put this out <laughs> for a goal kick. Yeah, Coney. Oh, straight into the goalie's arms. This is going yeah. straight into. And the then we're all on Twitter saying, "Oh yeah, he's shit. He scored the goal last week, but but he done well. He, he put it he put it on a on a sixpence, and he was a great header. Fantastic header, right the other way. Very much Duncan like the way he's planted it the other side yeah. of the corner. Like, Very Duncan. It was like, like a um, goal up the 1980s, wasn't it? It's not like a modern day goal, I don't know. Was there a goal Duncan Ferguson scored away at like Norwich or someone when we beat them 3 2? Who was yeah. that against? Yes. And the ball Norwich. came in and he nodded it back across, yes. didn't he? The keeper. Similarities to, to the Lukaku goal, yeah. but I agree, Ben. It yeah. was like Ferguson. And Lukaku's not, not the most prolific in the air, is he? But no. he, he, done, he done really well for that. They're always the best looking goals then, the ones that can't go back the way they came. Yeah. With the striker running, the keeper looks a full wrong footed, you know, and, yeah. and it's, you know, he beat two two Southampton defenders for that as well, didn't he? You know? 
there was no there was no looking back after that though, was there? No. No looking back. I mean, we had the chance soon after. Yeah, but, two great chances. But Coney sort of come deep. Bit of football. Barkley was eventually put in by Lukaku after some interchange and he should have scored. He was all on his own, I couldn't believe he was all on his own and he missed and then Clever had an even better chance to slot it in. He just he, he had too much time <laughs> and he just fluffed it, didn't he? Yeah. Barkley should have buried that. It was you know, he had he had he had left and right to wing for the goal and would have resulted in two 0 but you know when that you, was a slight kind of a blemish, maybe on his perfect day, but you know, we can't really when you go to a place like Southampton yeah. and you created that much inside 10 minutes, you know you can have a good day against them with the yeah. in, in that fall. But I, I think that represented how, how our play was because Coney came deep and took the ball off Barry. Coleman was involved, I think. Lukaku got it. He then slotted yeah. in Barkley, who'd moved into a central forward yeah. position or a number 10 arriving. And uh, cleverly was up there as well. It, it was, was like, uh, how many bodies do we want to get forward? It's just great to watch. Where's the like the mentality changes come from training in midweek? All season, probably all of last season, all pre season, we've got like an old man sort of getting off the bus. Yeah. And last, I'm, and I think Sam Anderson like was like, yeah, like, like myself, sciaticus kicked in. It's, it's getting better. But uh, <laughs> after the, after um, you know, Saturday it looked like um, you know you might give you fifty quid and told you to go out and have a, and have a ball. Yeah. And, and you know. We just look totally free of any restraint. I mean, that's when we play our best football. I don't think it's rocket science. I think I think we we surprise Southampton, and I think Southampton oh, probably do the same yeah. to different teams, don't they? And they have done. They're a good side. Coleman's a good manager. They've got good players, yeah. and yeah. I think they've done what we've done to them on Saturday over the past two seasons or two and a half or whatever. Yeah, and they've surprised a few people. But we did that when Roberto first came. We attacked with fluidity, didn't we? Yeah, Interchange and, of passing. Yeah, and menace. Yeah. Genuine sort of desire to go and, to go and hurt the opposition, which is sort of yeah. our trademark. Do you remember the derby? We had about five breakaways where we were clean through one leg, all about five times. Just Taylor forward, Morales. Maybe. It yeah. was just yeah. the three all derby. Uh, yeah, yeah, the three all game. Reckless, yeah. reckless abandon is maybe our best policy under Manas because we did it better than most teams. When we try and be too nicey nicey, we get, we get bullied. Yeah, and yeah, not, yeah you're right. Too. And 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 playing with pace and committing them forward brings out the sort of the talent in our players, doesn't it? You know, yeah. build slow build up plays. I'm not gonna. We've become far too predictable. I don't know. You know, obviously some good works going on in the training ground. You have to give Martinez credit for all the slacking that he's had. You have to give him full credit for that. That was you do, a masterclass. I know we've all been outspoken against them, haven't we? You know, yeah, we all yeah. have, and you know, a lot of people have. I've lost complete faith in him, and I don't think they'll ever get it back after last season. But you know, yeah. I'd like to think that the lad can still do a job for us, and I've got faith in him. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's just, a, you know, it was hard to keep any faith at all last season with a lot of his decision-making and some of the stuff he comes out with. But yeah. they do, all of them deserve praise, even Tim Howard, who you know I love. <laughs> uh, he, he, 
you know, he made a couple of great saves. He did. And couple uh, he, of, he kept the score down, kept a clean sheet. And they were, at the time, they were key saves because the game was goals when particularly that Mane saved. The, the, that was the, Coleman, that's a man, wasn't yeah. it? And he, and yeah. Mane, he was, I think he's a terrific player for Sam so I yeah. like Mane a lot. Um, but that was going in, and it would have going a goal down in a game like that changes the whole sort of. You know, the game plan doesn't so key saves, yeah. No full credit. And Howard, what I liked about him, there was no fuss, there was no drama, there was no no high five himself. No high five. There was, no high five. There was, no, there was absolutely no no um, well, whatsoever. What did he, he say? He said he was almost embarrassed because the key the interviewer was asking him about the uh, the saves. He goes, "Well, that's my job. I've got to do them. Yeah. I've got to save those." Well, you should. You'd expect to keep it to well, do that. Yeah. Really Looks like quite a few people have had a slap this week. Then maybe, and now we've, we've got the benefits on the side. <laughs> maybe they read in Twitter. I looked at all I said, "I said a slap, not a beatdown." If they read your Twitter, they'll be getting a transfer. Thrown <laughs> in a transfer request. Yeah. <laughs> Been trying to get them in with the, you know. Trying to get players to come in, but it's not working. But it was, it was, uh, it was great. Uh, and from the off, really, and just talking through the second goal, and lads, it was. Uh, uh, I thought it was, that it was showed real uh, enthusiasm. I just thought it was one of my honest one of my. I could wax lyrical about that goal all day long. If you look at Lukaku's movement from from coming off the centre circle, a real long busting desire to get into that box and, and cause um, you know make a difference. Barkley's pass. Was just the weight of that ball was perfect. It was Lukaku, all underrated as well. Oh, do you know yeah. what? I, yeah, no one's ever mentioned it, but the weight of that ball, and I know it was a simple pass to make, but Lukaku did not have to break stride. It was, it was, it was gorgeous. Yeah. You love your football, that's, that's just a, it's a fantastic goal to watch. Yeah. It didn't have to break stride, swept it home, and the keeper didn't even smell it. Bad, please, Paul. Them two really, uh, sorry, went the you know, we underestimate their partnership, don't we? If they get it going, then we'd forget anyone else. Them two that are integral to to us being successful, I think. When they get it going, there's very, exactly. you know, we're de- definitely the best combination we've got, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Barkley's ball, it reminded me of Beardsley. You know, uh, it, was, it, it was. That was exactly yeah. where he's doing. It knows where the striker is. And for that moment, that ball... And it went into, and he knew the striker was going to finish. Yeah, the ball went into a crowded area, but it was with, yeah, with sort of between two. I know, I know, like it looked a simple pass, but I, I think it was a, a fantastic ball, and you know, it was just swept home with such fluidity, and you know, the first goal had such a, a an attacking counter attacking sense to it, but that second one we cut right to Southampton with just a matter of passes, and I think that was very much Everton, Lukaku, and Barkley at the best. The ironic thing about that goal is we were all crying out, why wasn't the sort of was happy for wit? And that goal was bang, 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 right down the middle of the pitch. Yeah. It was an, it was like an Arsenal goal, wasn't it, when they were the best? It was that, yeah. type, of, it was that type of move, you know. Mm. And it, but a lot, also Lukaku's desire to win the ball back off the halfway line and then link up with, you know, that sort of thing. You know? Yeah. I know, it's just, I, I think, though, with them too, Lukaku and uh, Ross Barkley, there's others like Delafoe as well, Morales, and obviously Coney, putting Coney into the mix now. The those play, you can tell that they, play, they enjoy playing with each other, they know each other's games, and that's just not what we saw enough of last season. Although Lukaku got 20 goals, we just didn't see enough of the free flowing creative play. And I think we know we've got good young lads there, good creative young lads who can tear any team apart. So uh, to see it in, in full motion on Saturday, I was sitting there made up with it, absolutely made up, and especially for Ross, because I think this is just going to do him the world to go at the yeah. start of the season. Because I know by, uh, Lukaku, some fella who sitting next to me against the Watford said to me, Oh, I see uh, 
Lukaku had a poor first 45 yeah. minutes probably a poor, poor goal by his poor game by his standards yeah. this fella said oh I see Lukaku still shit and I thought well you can be shit but still get 20 goals a season can't you yeah. I, 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 it doesn't sit well with me the criticism of Lukaku no. people call him a lazy soul and so on that but well yeah but if you remember when January when the shit was really hitting the fan if you pardon me like, you know, then if Lukaku was one of the few players to, to stand up and really sort of put in performances didn't he you know when, when we, things were really but he kept scoring throughout that season yeah. he kept scoring I know a lot of it came in Europe but he kept, he kept dragging us through we've been saying we need a 20 goal striker we've been saying it for so long we get one and you know we tend to not be a, a completely happy bunch when we're not impressed with his work rate yeah. he just showed what he can do you know, he's well he's got, got two, two goals and an assist in his opening two games and yeah and I looked up his um, that's 39 goals in 83 games which is one one every two so almost. The yeah. way I see them, Ross Barkley and Kone and Lukaku, is they're going to carry on playing like that. They're like the support, uh, you know, the centrepiece of our forefront yeah. of our attack. Delafoe, Morales, cleverly. They're like the support and cast who are yes. just going to push up. And then behind that, you've got another section of your McCarthy, your Barry, your yeah. Mo Bezic. Yes. You know what I mean? Forget about Mo Bezic, yeah. I mean, those sort of players behind who are like the buffer. But you can and see then you've that, got yeah. the defence. Yeah. Um, that's the difference when, when, when our best players are playing at the top of the game all of a sudden we look like we've got options all over the park you know? at so times on Saturday we, we reverted from the four of the back to the three with Barry slotting in centre half with the two full backs going yeah. right forward and that's the way you've got to use Barry you can't have him in the middle of the pitch getting swamped he needs to be right next to he the centre half with the game in front of him so he, he can does. Either. And he's coming for criticism Barry but I read he's had a few, he was great on Saturday I read a few stack though when He's covered the most ground in both games. Yeah. But you you think you see him as like the water carrier or whatever it is in the middle. But you don't realise how much how many yards he's, he's I think we he's, all don't. We all no, don't realise no. how He just looks like he struggles from getting from A to B, doesn't he, you know? But yeah. it's hard, you know. But he he done fantastic on Saturday. And I think cleverly in there offers so much more than you know, he's he's a really good a really good signing if you ask me he just offers a lot of presence in there and I like the fact that not one ball goes sideways or back it's always forward yeah. he's always trying to pick a pass out and stuff. Yeah. I think he's going to go on to, I think he's going to continue to improve and probably you know be, be a standout performer I just think he's you know a natural fit isn't he for I think so I think it's, it's clear why we've signed him yeah. um, not everyone's cup of tea not, no. not a player we want to get excited about but no. um, I'm not saying I've been proved right but I I said when he signed, I'm I'm hopeful this lad's gonna play a, re- a key yeah. role. I'm expecting him to be heavily involved, like Barry has been since he signed. There's a there's an, a, a certain um, label of like a, an experienced Premier League player. Yeah. Although Tom Cleverley is nowhere near as old as uh, Gareth Barry, you can just tell you can just tell why we've signed him. Why he's in the yeah. side. And, uh, he's arguably stood out more than McCarthy at the start of the season, hasn't he? And that, you know, McCarthy, you know, had a little rant about him after Villa, you know. But he's a fantastic player, so it just again waters the mouth for when McCarthy gets his, you know, yeah. gets back in on in his usual game when he starts imposing himself on teams. You know, yeah. we do look a bit of a frightening outfit when when everything's clicking. We do. That's the most frustrating thing, isn't it? When yeah. We perform. That's it. I mean, like we said about cleverly, it was. Uh, what I love about Cleverly is he's obviously wanted to become an Everton player for a long time. Villa was never in his thoughts, even though he was there all yeah, season. Yeah, like so he's happy to swap yeah. Villa and come up. You can see the vital role that he's got to play in Everton. We won't get over it with a Tom Cleverly 
Yeah, it's in about like a like a rabbit deal. He looks so disappointed when it doesn't come off as well, which yeah. I think he's, yeah. he's obviously desperate to do well and the, the goals That's he scored, always, he yeah. was always up there and involved, yeah. wanting to get a goal himself because he hasn't scored that many goals yeah. over the years. But I think Roberto said to him, I want you to get goals, I want you yeah. to be part of that support and act for the the ones up front who are doing the business. I think he wants the real man as well to create like a dream team going, you know, like, you know, do you know what I mean? Where where a stellar front four or five where we're always going to be able to shout of, of of winning games no matter how we're playing, you know, that's how I think how he wants to go. I don't know how it looks that way. But um, he wants you know, he wants a mixture on he wants graft, he wants energy, play. he wants raw talent like Barkley, he wants the powerhouse that's Lukaku. Kone is a different sort of striker. Yes. Telephone Morales are the tricksters. Then yeah. you know we'll see a role for Alex Pina and that. Yeah. yeah, there's very different options of breaking teams down. When oh, you well. talk about that, though, the final third of the pitch, you, you forget about everything else, and you're like, that's a one hell of a side. Well, yeah, and then we've been screaming, we need another striker, also, yeah. and we do. So you know, again, if they get it, they've got to get it right in the transfer window now. In the, in the last in the last few uh, weeks or days, whatever it is, because um, this this group of players deserves to be. Sort of supplemented with with more quality. Complemented, you know. yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Please, we'll, we'll go. We'll have a look at the transfer window yeah. in the next part. Um, but before we get to that, we've got the Barkley goal as well, which was equally as impressive. I think in the second half we went a bit flat, didn't we? Southampton made one or two changes. Yeah, you know, uh, it slowed down the game, but I thought we still. We still look comfortable. We never look really threatened. There was a, a couple of chances, wasn't there? Mane forced a chance from Howard, Pele, a couple of half chance. chances. But there yeah, wasn't yeah. anything where you thought Southampton got a goal back here. We could be in for it. But didn't didn't feel anxious at all. Didn't no, no, you know Southampton upped it a little bit as you would expect the team to. You know, down at, at half time they did up the tempo, but I haven't always. They they looked always capable of hitting them on the break if 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 maybe they got a goal back or whatever. Yeah. I always thought we had another gear to move up, which which showed with the third goal. Yeah. It looked if we could defend properly, you've got a chance every time we get them on the break because they can win far too many men forward. Yeah. Definitely, and that's it. And I think they knew that Southampton didn't they? If they press too hard or too high, we'll hit them again. And they knew they weren't playing well enough. You know what I mean? So yeah. they was I think you know the game was up for them pretty much by half time to be honest with you. Yeah. Such was Everton's I think. General dominance that you know Everton were playing great and they, they knew we were up for it on the counter attack. Maybe they were <laughs> indecisive about what to do and, and and it was a bit of a, a quiet second half. Really. I mean, yeah. I mean, had a good shot with, with Howard sitting around the post, but yeah, apart from that, there was no, you know, you could have there was there was a lot of inactivity. Particularly with the way Stones and Jackie L could play, nothing was getting past them. Just marshalled them, didn't they? Yeah, just magnificent again. He's in a class of his own, Stones, though, yeah. isn't he? But uh, later on, I remember seeing Barkley on the, in front of our fans, and he jumped past one of the Southampton players and put a ball across. Yeah, he's only—he's not the biggest lad, is he, Barkley? But he's got his body in front and a bit of trick. And I thought this lad's thriving on it. Yeah, he's thriving on it. Got it to, yeah, and all yeah. our fans are rolling him on. And then, obviously, in the was it the eighty-fourth minute? Yeah, five minutes from time, roughly. And yeah, he, you know. Again, interchange passing. You could watch that goal all day, couldn't you? Coleman, yeah. it was, wasn't it? Coleman and on the edge of the penalty area, right back, yeah. <laughs> laid it off to a to a central midfielder. And then that was Lukaku. It was, well, yeah, yeah, but eventually later eventually on, got yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a one-two with Lukaku yeah. and Coleman, Coleman yeah. passed it to Barkley. And and I, I, I knew it was going in there. You could tell the way his foot was getting wrapped around that ball. You could have hit it first time, but composure again. Don't yeah. shimmy, put the defender. 
and, and buried it and he was in front of our fans and you can just see what it means to him and even when he's speaking after the game and that he praised the fans but he's it's almost like he's becoming a man it's a, the boy becoming a man and Absolutely. he's maturing and you know he he can become Everton, Mr Everton if you know what I mean he can be the one in front of the press we don't know the one playing for England the one driving this yeah. team on we don't know if the Rooney thing has maybe had an impact on him where you know he could be so much you know he could be a lot, so much better than Rooney in that in, in sort of you know, well for the fact that he's going to stick around longer for a start but also he could be that person you don't know do you maybe that's it, or maybe just the, you know I thought that last week well, she just thinks maybe that could be me that I could be that person yeah. you know that hope for them and, and he's got and like Lukaku was saying this week bigging him up said he should be doing a lot better because he's got it all yeah. you know and that's 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 I you know going to help him definitely I thought that last week when I saw Rooney playing for Everton was arguably the most surreal thing I've ever seen in my life yeah. um, you could see Barkley he's like he loved playing with a player like Rooney because he's equally brilliant players um, you just think he, he wants to say I want to do a and the best thing is yeah. a better impact than what Rooney had on Everton. The best thing is he's not like a, a Mark Noble at West Ham where he's you know he wants to play for the club. He's, he's limited in ability. Class. This fellow can be who he wants to be at the club. He, he loves playing for. If we can get his head right, oh, the sky's the limit. Definitely. I think though, even you know, he's like a, a a bit of a rabbit in the headlights in the past when he yeah. came in front of the cameras, and that's one thing I've noticed that others may have not noticed the way he's speaking. And, yes. You know, scousers are quite bad, aren't they? I mean, I must say, like and, uh, and all that on this about a thousand times, but you don't because he's a wolf. But, um, <laughs> Ross, Ross, like Ben Rooney did. Well, I think Rooney, after Ferguson's testimonial, right? Yeah. Rooney reminded me of Barkley. Yeah, more than uh, uh, Whereas Rooney, I think, has probably had a bit of elocution. He, you know, he's England captain. You know, he's he's been he's, he's had to he's had to speak. But to me, it was like he didn't know what to say after Ferguson's one. I think Rooney just felt awkward. Yeah, he did. Simple. He probably did. Yeah. But Barkley this season, it's only a small thing, you know. But I just he's no. more confident in front of the cameras. The club are managing him well. Yeah. Put him in front of the cameras, give him confidence. He's scoring goals. As you said, the sky's the limit. Yeah, and he's got all the ability to do it as well. You're right. It's a little thing, but it, it reflects on. It's been reflecting on his performances. He's looked a lot more mature. He's looked. Hasn't get the ball away as often, you know. He's, mm. he's keeping hold of, you know, contributing to the team, scoring crucial goals. You know, there's a brilliant potential world class player there if we can get it right. Just hope he, just hope he continues in this vein. So before the ends, we could have made it four as well, couldn't we, Ben? Yeah, we could have. Nate Smith went Smith. If his feet were in concrete, he would have buried that, but he just couldn't get his feet out because the defender made a good challenge, to be honest. Yeah. I was asking too much of that, wasn't it? To be fair, he had only just come on, but I think Lukaku gets that chance. It's the hat trick, isn't it? You know, he buries that. I think, uh, I mean, it's anyone's shout for man of the match. There's a few, isn't there? But I, I personally would have given it to Lukaku because he, he looked unstoppable. Yeah. And, and that's the Lukaku that we know is in there. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people would have said Ross Barkley for his influence as well. But, do you know, don't get me wrong, Coney, Barry, Cleverly. You could name everyone. Stones, Jagger. You could, though. You could. I thought yeah. Coleman, Galloway. Uh, John Stones and Jagger. Okay, was just... You can't... Do you know what we take it for granted? But they were just magnificent, weren't they? Stone, there was... There was they just completely bricked up the messy tunnel on that one. Stones has thrown himself in front of everything and he, he looks like he does it without breaking sweat. I know. Jagger, okay, maybe he's a bit more sweaty because he's getting on a bit now. <laughs> he's sitting run ragged, but he's, he's still, they get involved, heads, bodies, you just see. The, the, the combination, they have to thrive off each other, don't they? You know, the, you know it doesn't... 
I know. I remember Jags and Lescott were an excellent combination, weren't they? But, but Stones and Jags just for me look. It's a natural like like a natural fit when they play together. There's, there's, they know so, each other's games, don't they? When you them. see them against Watford, a bit erratic and like, like what's yeah. going on here? You're not ready for the new season, but then. I think they're always capable of their moments, but now, you know, mm. like we saw against Southampton, they got it in them to perform like that for 90 minutes. I just hope that they do it, you know. I think every single one of them deserve praise from the manager coverage. as well for Saturday, don't they? Without a doubt. The manager got his spot on. The players played exactly as we hoped. Um, yeah, but I mean, the men's reaction when that third goal went in said a lot. I think, you know, he's a lot of, I feel like a lot of weight has been lifted off his shoulders. Yeah. He's been under a lot of pressure really I think but, so, and, and rightly so because he's been making people go bold for about 12 months with his decisions but that's you know it's that been working fit, fast with you fit, then hasn't it yeah <laughs> it tends to work faster than me more than most but that sort of fit bit that we attracted in July 2013 and he turned into a, a moaning I'll get is now sort of back to a level of hotness that you know, hopefully he can maintain that all season no that's one analogy you've never used here man yeah. no well he, he turned up you know and everything everything looks sexy and, and I'm okay <laughs> but it looked like a swagger though didn't it and we played with a swagger to it we lost our mojo yeah. now we look like we may now, have to have it back again Austin Powers has had it back and yeah. it's just all we we will never unwrap it now all season <laughs> that's it I think uh, what um, what was noticeable as well is um the whole feeling after the game amongst our fans because yeah. there has been disparity amongst our fans let's be honest yeah. and we'll come to the yeah. protest again in a bit later but yeah. the unity of the club and the seeing the fans at half time celebrating that seeing the terraces yeah. but you know not just the Evertonians that were there the Evertonians that are here as well and celebrating yeah. the pubs and in their homes and on Twitter together. It was just nice to be united again for Absolutely. one day. For one day, and it shows you come rain or shine, you want the board out, you want the board in, you're not bothered. Come rain or shine, we all react the same way when that goal goes in. When we have not play like that, there's not one Evertonian who's, who's unhappy or, you know, yeah. it's a natural feeling. It's just, you know, it was great. Like you said, I think we all deserved, after the, the stress of the summer and everyone's felt it, that was like a proper sort of thank you from the, the, the players, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. Exactly. It was brilliant. It I was. just hope there's more Saturdays like that because then you know I can go and get like number ten uh, balloons and stuff and we'll, we'll uh, get the pace tables out. Be honest, hardly any cars come down this road. <laughs> you watch match of the day without having a meltdown. It was, it was good to take watching match of the day, wasn't it? So we're fourth in the Premier League, boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've got City, high flying City on Sunday, and then Spurs. Yeah. Um, but you know, no, no reason to fear City, have we? No, not Goodison, certainly not. You know, um, we've got we, we can we, found, we we have a way of playing against them. Even last season, if you remember, we uh, we had a terrible season, but we we played well against City at home and, and deserved. We got the ball ball draw, in the ball draw that we got against them. Everton. In the midst of a horrible run, yeah, yeah, that's yeah the real that's show of character. That, did, that result, same level of characters needed. But if we can keep this sort of little bit of arrogance that we've got going on up front, then then. You know, City don't enjoy playing the Goodson Park so much, you know. Mm. You know. Apart from when they help the sort of stop Liverpool win the title, I don't know, but, you know, there's, there's no imminent threat so <laughs> they they look they look slick, don't they City, so that'll be yeah. a tough game on it, Ben. Watching them yesterday they, they were unbelievable against Chelsea. I mean, because it's been three 0 up in the side five minutes against Chelsea. Mm. They were fantastic. It's gonna be such a difficult game. Um but but we raised that game against Man City. They don't like playing at Goodison. 
if we get our boat, you know, Barkley continues and Lukaku continues, there's two players definitely going to hit that back line. Definitely. definitely. And um, after that, we've got Spurs, but not got off to the best start. No, they tend to have the. It reminds of, remind me of, of us, but with loads of money. Yeah, but you know they, what I mean? they really surprised me in the summer, the lack of. They haven't really done anything, have they? Transfer wise, the, 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 well, the Kane's injured, Soldado's gone. So they're looking very sort of thin up front all of a sudden. Just talk about that. I mean, they're looking thin up front. NG from the Sankey. Ah, okay. Yeah. NG and Balassi. Balassi. The ones. But they, they like Everton, they're doing the yeah. business late. But they've always got a few quid spares. So, yeah. Notoriously, they've gone out and spent, haven't they? Because yeah. they're, 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 they're never. They're like Everton are in the past, say, 10, ten years. That but they've just overtook they, the bear, haven't they? Yeah, they managed to get into the Champions League now. But they're always sort of. Below the rivals and I don't know, yeah. but they always have a lot of money and they go through a lot of managers and a lot of players really, yeah. which isn't our real, isn't our model at all. But no, that'll be a tough game. It's televised again, is it? We're on the telly all the time. I know. We sort of sit into the seasons. Well, well, like seven games, games on the next day. So yeah, I think it's because they expect us to lose everyone. But maybe. got Barnsley as well. Yes, I mean, how ridiculous was that? Same Holgate on the same day. You know, everyone's talking about John Stones and then sort of one of them weird footballing things that you end up joining mm-hmm. Barnsley in the cup. Great away end from uh, what I can remember in '89. Uh, it was the same away end, <laughs> but uh, no, ever ever going to take six, seven. We played it in '97, didn't we? I mean, yeah, we did, yeah. I remember Sharps running in, at Oakwell in the cup, but um, no, it's going to be a great day, for, uh, a great away end for the fans. You can take it as many as you want, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So like a Blackburn Rovers. It's not too yeah. far away, neither is it. So. No, only Yorkshire. Yeah, so. It's not so exactly. there's, there's reasons to be cheerful, isn't there? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, lads. What we'll do is we'll have a quick break then. We'll come back. We've got uh, the protests to talk about. Yeah. Um, the national media interest in the protests as well. Summer signings or lack of them. Yeah. Um, and a couple of other any other business things. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'll, I'll let you go and get the Chang. <laughs> Or the equivalent, because we, you know, whatever you've got left. (laughs) And we'll be back for part two in a minute. Cheers. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.